The IAB podcast from SNK Studios. Welcome to Engage, because episode 9 of the IAB UK podcast is our Engage special. We're recording on location at London's Barbican Centre on the big day itself, the 5th of June. And once again, we're brought to you with the help of our sponsor, Verizon Media. I'm James Chandler, Chief Marketing Officer at the IAB, and this week we'll be hearing exclusive interviews with our stellar lineup. Perfect for those of you that couldn't make it down on the day or just want to relive all the highlights. We'll chew over all the Engage gossip from our CEO, John New, and one of our podcast regulars, Catherine, will be cornering in skins Dom Tilson by the Volavons to ask him our notorious 10 quickfire questions. Plus, to top it all off, we'll get the inside track from industry leaders on what makes them most optimistic about the future of the internet. So, whether you're listening to this while you reminisce about the memories of Engage, or while you put a reminder in your diary to get tickets for next year, we hope that by the end of this episode, you'll feel inspired and energised about the ideas we've experienced at Engage 2019. This year, we're lucky to host another absolutely star-studded lineup on the Barbican Engage stage. We spoke to some of our speakers to ask them about the revelations that they're bringing to Engage this year. I'm Natalie Bell. I'm Managing Director at Manning Gottlieb OMD. So uh, as I mentioned on one of the previous podcasts, I'm going to be talking about advertising to four-year-olds, which sounds a bit uh, strange, but actually it's about how we can uh, learn from some child psychology approaches and think about how to influence children's brains uh, in an era where I believe we're all becoming a little bit more childlike. So I'm Alex Jenkins. I'm the Editorial Director at Contagious. So my talk was about advice for people for the next decade um, and kind of sort of mindsets they should adopt, things they need to be aware of, stuff like that. There was four main bits of advice, let me see if I can remember them. The first one was to uh, beware of anyone who claims to predict the future. Um, The second piece of advice was to be able to distinguish between what is new but looks old and what is old but looks new. So the third piece of advice was to develop a mindset of agile long-termism. Uh, which is a way of trying to kind of deal with this paradox of like, oh, we need to be like super quick and super agile and be able to evolve to whatever challenges the future throws at us. And then the last piece of advice was, it was pretty simple. It was basically just know more than the next person. You know, we're knowledge workers in a knowledge economy. You know, the more you know, the more valuable you are. I think that's going to become increasingly true over the next decade. You know, people will always value knowledge, just simply know more than the next person. Uh, Hi, yes, my name is Nigel Tierney. I'm the head of content for Riot at Verizon Media. And today I was talking about how uh, the future of content, in particular in a 5G world, how how exciting it is. My name is Charlie Craggs. I'm a trans activist and author, and I run a campaign called Nail Transphobia, where I travel around the UK with a pop-up nail salon and offer the public free nails for the chance to sit down and have a chat with a trans person. So in my talk today, I was talking about how brands, um, because obviously for the audience, being a lot of people in advertising, I was talking about how people can be working with the LGBT community in a very organic and authentic way rather than a tokenizing way. My name is Caroline Criado Perez and I am an activist and writer. So today I'm going to be talking about the gender data gap, which is basically that the vast majority of information that we have in the world has been collected on the male body and typical male lifestyle patterns. Hello, I'm Tina Dehealy, I'm a broadcaster at the BBC. Today I was being interviewed um, about my life, my journey into journalism, how I got to where I am now, um, biggest challenges along the way, how much has changed, 
my work ethic, I am a workaholic, and also smashing the stereotypes of what the new should sound and look like. Welcome to a very special on-location edition of Overheard at the IAB. Every week we enjoy a chat with some esteemed IAB colleagues and this week we've tracked down none other than our CEO, John Mew. What were the highlights for you? Um, well, it was a brilliant day. I think both optimistic and I learned a lot. And actually, I think one of the themes that really stood out from today was the importance of learning. So we had several of the speakers talking about, starting with Alex at the start of the day, talking about how important it is to learn and to know more than the next person in the room. And actually, if there's one thing you can do to get you through the next decade, actually just know more, know more than the next person. But do you know what? I think the, the content from today is the overall level of content is probably the best we've had. Um, the, the standard of the presentation is just phenomenal today. Not only, I think, you know, informative for our industry, but I think mind-opening in terms of you know, how the world is changing um, and how in- the internet is kind of making that happen and how you can leverage that and harness yeah. that as a brand. You get your fix of digital advertising here, of course you're going to when you come to engage, but I just think you kind of just cover so much more, all, all the way up to Tina Dehila at the end, talking about you know some of the stuff that she's up against and some of the challenges she has. Uh, but no, I thought it was brilliant. And I think, yeah, good that people are saying that it's not all just about um, you know the stuff that that, that, that the, the sort of the really serious, complex stuff that we need to sort out as the IB. Uh, today is a day, of course, of celebration, which is what Engage should be. Yeah, it's very positive. I think probably the most important thing that we said at the start really was, you know, taking what are you going to take away from yeah. today and what can you actually apply to your job? So when you get back to your desk tomorrow, what's the one thing you're going to do differently? Um, and that's the message that I hope, I hope we manage to land today. Amazing. Thanks, John. Engage is all about celebrating the best of the internet and being optimistic about the future. Throughout the year, IBUK is buzzing with the challenges our industry faces and how we can solve them. Then, for one day, we leave all that and focus instead on the possibilities that lay ahead. So, we asked our esteemed speakers some philosophical and hopeful questions about the internet and what they love about it while also getting some podcast recommendations along the way. Hi, my name is Peter Day and I work for Quantcast. I think the internet allows you to be your best self. It allows you to find communities of like-minded people, but also confront yourself with opinions that are different um, from your own, which is really key to kind of self-growth. I love really exploring, um, being able to kind of stay connected with the world, you know, being from Ireland, living in Los Angeles, you know, just finding out what's happening in my local town of Kilkenny is only possible with all of that. So I just love, uh, I love the connectivity of it all. It's, it's always... The internet is a really important tool for a lot of marginalised people to be their best self, because, or even just to be their self, period, because a lot of marginalised people don't have other people like them in their immediate life like in their circles especially growing up so being um lgbt i did i was the only person like me in my school and where i lived and so i used the internet as a way of meeting even just online like as in like talking to and connecting with or even just watching the stories of people like me on youtube or looking up hashtags on instagram and just feeling connected and feeling reflected because representation really does matter so i'm not sure the internet does allow me to be my best self This is based on a friend who literally just texted me the other day to tell me she thinks that I'm more kind in real life than I am on the internet. But on the other hand, the internet has basically powered all of the activism that I've ever done. And, you know, even now, having written this book with all the people who are reading it, I'm getting so many tweets from people telling me about 
things that they're changing in their workplace, things that they are doing, things that they are addressing or, or flagging things to me. Um, and it feels like I've got this sort of army of angry women that we're all just sort of using the internet to connect with each other and empower each other and make change happen. But it allows you to be your best self because you can, I suppose I'm, I'm thinking about social media here, you can present a version of yourself, a curated version of yourself to the world that you want people to see. So that, that's one element of it. But in terms of, if I frame it around journalism, I think when I first started out, there were gatekeepers of traditional publishing um, platforms, um, broadcasters who controlled the access. But what I think is brilliant about the, the internet is the democracy of it and it opens up access in a way it hasn't before those gatekeepers don't have as much power as they did so when people ask me for advice about getting into journalism i say well if the stories you want to be want to tell aren't being told if you're not hearing your voice you've, you've got a voice use it tell your story in your own way put it out there uh, I have two go-to podcasts. One is um, actually three. One is Freakonomics. I love Freakonomics. It's just a really, really insightful. I always feel like I'm, you know, it's a mini education on the way to work. Uh, another is the business of hype, which is uh, very particular to streetwear hype culture, and again, very business oriented. And then I actually love this podcast called The Doughboys, which is um, these two comedians that talk about fast food chain restaurants, and I just think it's hilarious. My go-to podcast is actually on by a friend of mine, a guy called Freddie Kerist over at a company called Okta, and he's got this podcast called uh, Zero to IPO, which is all about the trials and tribulations of kind of building and, and starting and growing companies and taking them to, to kind of massive scale. Probably the one I listen to most religiously is the New York Times Daily, which I really love because it takes one story every day and just takes a deep dive into it. And then at the end of the podcast, they have a little sum up of here's all the other crazy things that have happened um, in the past 24 hours. Beyond today, obviously, my podcast, flagship podcast for the Today programme, where we ask one big question about one big story every weekday that hopefully gets people to think a bit differently about the world. My favourite emoji is the lobster emoji. My most used emoji is that weird one of a guy laughing with his hands out. Oh, praise hands. I love the praise hands emoji. I just pray, praise everyone who responds to me. So yeah, praise hands. I sometimes do the cry laughing emoji, which I like, even though it's very basic. It used to be the lady with sass, uh, sassy lady. Now, that's overused now though. Probably smiley face, like open mouth, wide eyes, smiley face emoji. Catherine from the IB and I am backstage at Engage. If you've listened to the podcast before, you might remember my voice from previous episodes. It's break time now and James has given me the very important task. I've got to track down a very special friend of the IB, Dom Tilson from InSkin, and ask him our infamous 10 quickfire questions. So I'm heading off into the foyer now. Wish me luck. So I found Dom lurking by the biscuits and coffee. Hi, Dom. Hello. Are you ready? 10 questions in 60 seconds. Just about. Okay, so clock starts now. What advice would you give to your 21-year-old self? Oh, God. Um, I would say be brave enough to leave a job you're not enjoying, um, but, you know, keep positive and try and have fun, because I think that's the, the biggest thing, is make sure you're having fun. Nice. Uh, who's your favourite person to follow on Twitter? Oh, work-wise, probably the ad contrarian or Rory Sutherland. Rory's very good for Nice. And personal? Personal. God knows. Probably... Um, David Flatman, uh, 
ex-Bath Rugby players. Uh, what is the best ad you've seen all year? All year, we're just about to go live with a really good one for PNG Braun from Inskin, but I think the best one I've probably seen is Specsavers when they tweeted out after Hawksmoor accidentally gave someone a five thousand pound, four and a half thousand pound wine. That was brilliant. Uh, what's your favourite gift that you've ever received? Uh, I think the one that keeps on giving is uh, a monthly coffee bean subscription from my wife. Very nice. What was your first ever job? Well, I worked in a local village bakery making donuts. Nice. Um, <laughs> what question do you want to be asked more? Where do I get my shirts from? <laughs> Dom is wearing a very nice colourful floral shirt today, I should add. Um, what has been your favourite session so far at Engage? Uh, today, probably the Contagious one was really good, but I think long-standing, I think a couple of years ago, the Ken Paws one still is stand out for me. Brilliant. Nice. Uh, what is your Uber rating? I don't use Uber. I go around on a Boris bike. I've been put in an Uber once by a very well-meaning colleague, so I don't have a rating. Fair enough. Um, the smoke-dried chilli pepper often used in Mexican cooking. Chipotle or chipotle? Well, my head says ch ch no. My heart says chipotle, but my head knows it's chipotle. <laughs> I think. Um, and if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? I'm still too raw after Endgame's finished. I don't think I can talk about superpowers. Um, <laughs> the 14-year-old me probably says invisibility. Uh, but yeah, everyone wants to fly, I'm sure. Thank you very much, Dom. Cheers. Well, we're nearly at the end of our Engage special, but before we wrap things up, let's look to the future and end on an optimistic high. We asked our speakers what they're most optimistic about, and this is what everyone had to say. What makes me optimistic about the future is how engaged the youth is today. Um, you know, I just finished coming off of directing a music video with um, Little Dicky called Earth, and, you know, seeing the response to that song, which ultimately benefits uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's foundation kind of highlighting and showcasing climate change. And, um, you know, the reaction to that was impressive. Like, we have 150 million views in six weeks. Always excited about new generation of talent coming through. People who see the world differently, people who grew up in different eras, people, uh, you know, to, to the kind of the older, more incumbent of us. Um, people who bring you know, knowledge and enthusiasm which we don't have or maybe have lost along the way. I always find that incredibly encouraging and exciting. Well, I think the future of our industry is, is exceptionally bright. Um, and actually yesterday I just came from judging campaigns 30 under 30, uh, which for me is always an amazing day, a very valuable day, an uplifting day. Uh, it's also quite um, a devastating day because I realise how woefully inadequate I am versus all these amazing under 30 year olds. But in terms of uh, the future of our industry, just seeing these incredible people with brilliant talents. I wouldn't necessarily say I am optimistic about the future. The future feels pretty terrifying at the moment. Um, I think I feel like the future looks very scary. Um, and I really hope that the young people who are standing up for the environment and for their rights now, so the young people who are fighting back over Brexit, the young people who are striking over the environment, they are incredibly inspiring. Um, I was so apolitical as a teenager. I had no idea. I didn't care. I, you know, was totally ill-informed. Um, and young people today just seem so much more fired up than we were back in the 90s. And I think that's admirable. And I hope that they are going to manage to change the world because so far the rest of us haven't. I'm hopeful because despite 
there being a lot of noise and us all being overwhelmed with information, I think we can sometimes mistakenly think that the world is a really, really, really bad place and it's never been this bad and it's everything's everyone's so divided and, and we're over here and we're over there. Actually, I think we are making progress in lots of areas, certainly in my industry. Culturally, we've moved, we've come a long way. Things that weren't acceptable back in were acceptable back in back in the day or certainly when I started would not be acceptable now I think the internet and social media has seen things like me too and times up come out of it which can only be a good thing well that's everything for our engaged 2019 special a big thanks once again to our sponsor Verizon Media and of course thank you for tuning in we hope you feel enlightened and inspired by all the incredible speakers we've been lucky enough to host at Engage 2019 we'll be back in two weeks time for the last episode in this series how on earth has that come around so quickly and I'll be handing over the reins to the brilliant Tom Stevens no pressure and because it's nearly the end of the series it means now is a better time than ever to recommend us to a friend or give us a much sought after five star rating as always you can email us at podcast at iabuk.com and if you want more information on what the iab does and how you can get in touch with us find us online at iabuk.com or at iabuk on twitter and instagram we'll be back in two weeks and as for me i think it's time i headed upstairs to the bar for a well-earned orange juice or similar so until next time thank you so much for listening The IAB Podcast, sponsored by Verizon Media.